Hello, and welcome to the Philosophical Angle Podcast with your host, author Chris Angle. Hi, this is the Philosophical Angle, and I'm your host, Chris Angle. I am the author of four books on philosophy, one of which is The Philosophical Equations of Economics, and I'm here with my colleague and co-host, Rick Samuelson, a venture capitalist in the on the West Coast, and he's a graduate of Yale and, and Wharton. Good to see you, Rick. And you. The purpose of the philosophical angle is to define concepts in current media, and this week uh, we're going to uh, we're going to explore the question of why did the Democrats, a hundred percent of them, vote against the re, uh, the tax reform bill. A hundred percent total no votes against the reduction of taxation in the United States, which makes our corporations competitive worldwide, why would they all be against that? Surely there will be some societal benefits uh, reducing corporate taxation and reducing individual taxation. And uh, so we've got here, we've got to explore the reasons why. So there are two dimensions of of the answer to this. One is theoretical, which I'm about to go, or, or philosophical, which I'm about to go into, and the other one is, is a practical matter, which we're going to ask Rick about later, uh, about the ta- the practical matter of tax reduction for, for, for an economy. But to begin, I'd like to discuss what is the essence of the right and, and, and the left, and see where that may lead us in, in understanding why the Democrats on this simple issue, and, and a beneficial issue, I, I might add, I, I would think, why they couldn't participate. So I'm going to tell, I'm going to say that the right is uh, uh, is basic assumptions uh, of of a conservative, of a Republican, is that others are inherently good, and in a society where of those who possess goodness, it. It comes naturally and with an ease, uh, uh, the will to cooperate uh, with those in, in your society. And when we cooperate to produce goods and services, uh, these goods and services uh, are for the benefit of society. They're good for society. And the, and the essence of goodness is that it brings us up away from misery. And so cutting taxes would be one way to bring an efficiency uh, into the production of these goods and services. And so I think it's the Republicans, they, they naturally want to participate in something like this. The left, on the other hand, the basic assumption that the left has of others is that they are inherently bad. It's the total opposite of, of a conservative. And in political ideology, there there is... There is no cooperation with the other side, uh, which is in this case the Republicans, uh, to produce any desired result because they don't want to because they feel that the other side is inherently bad. And if they're bad, they must have human uh, faults uh, and, and frailties and, and detractions and uh, and and they're well, which is which and they're right. Uh, humans are not perfect. Uh, they're not angels. Uh, they have detractions. They have faults. And uh, so uh, the left views that uh, of those who are not liberal, uh, 
such as independents or conservatives, that they must be governed, uh, they must be regulated and controlled so that they, to do, that they do not do bad things which they are, they are want to do because they are inherently bad. And so the, the socialist utopian uh, Democrat naturally likes big government. Uh, they, they, therefore, they, they look to government uh, first to solve and control societal problems. And they look to government first because the government has the power to coerce. Uh, it can force their ends that they, that they mean to achieve. Uh, it is the means to their ends because it, it has more power than anything else around. That is, the government has more power. And, and thus the, the socialist utopian democrat, uh, the, the liberals, uh, they, they employ uh, the methodology of the ends justifies the means. They, they don't care if it's good. Uh, they don't care if, it's, if something is good for society like this tax reduction package. They only care for their objectives, uh, which, are, which, they, which is uh, their, their uh, social equality. And the tax code uh, that they would like helps with this objective. Uh, they, it would, they use the tax code to take from the, the haves to give to the, to the haves not. So because the Republicans are inherently bad, this means that not only are they bigoted and, and racist and have all the other Traits of badness, such as uh, such as they can't be trusted, uh, they're not compassionate, uh, they're they're greedy, uh, they don't care they don't care about the poor, uh, and, and so yes, uh, they are inherently bad. Uh, uh, they are human. Uh, everybody's human, and in fact, um, the the left believes that uh, those who are not of the left are are evil. Uh, so they uh, so they're not to be trusted. Nothing good can come of of a tax reduction. Be, their view is that because they're evil, it, nothing can good can can come of this. And after all, it, it it will it will just benefit them, the Republicans, the conservatives, because they are they're selfish and greedy. They are essentially bad, and and as such, they uh, they have all the characteristics of that which is emblematic. Of that which is bad, and and so they just couldn't participate um, because of their view of the 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 nature of of Republicans and others who are not of their philosophical views. So I'm going to we're going to ask Rick now what he thinks of uh, the tax reduction package, and is it is it beneficial? Is it going to be beneficial for the for the United States, Rick, what do you think? Uh, it already has been, um, and very obviously so. Uh, one of the problems afflicting recent U.S. economic history, and it's easily measured, uh, is low corporate investment uh, for for upwards of ten years. Corporate America has been at the margin, buying back shares rather than investing. And the, uh, the consequence of that is that productivity growth, growth, sorry, productivity growth has been very, very low. And 
that is one of the reasons um, wages have stagnated. Not the only reason, but it's one of them. The other reason, of course, is that we have excess labor. But that's another issue. Uh, and you see this in the writings of, um, you know, hyper-liberals like Alan Blinder, Princeton, or Paul Krugman. Uh, there's a notion that somehow the economy is fixed, and if you lower taxes, the tax rate, you the, the tax receipts will, you know, mathematically be reduced. Okay, and you see this argument in many, many different forms, and it's irresponsible, and there's a lot of, you know, hand waving surrounding that. Um, and the reality of an economy, of course, is that it's dynamic, right? Companies prosper, others fail, uh, continues to grow. Um, ideally, productivity is enhanced over time, so a worker can produce more stuff. Uh, robots um, are invested in, and that helps automate the process and lower the cost of goods sold, so on and so on. Um, all of that is uh, either ignored or viewed as a very secondary issue within a normal economy. And so they inevitably come up with a conclusion that if we're to maintain our regime of uh, robbing from the rich to give to the poor, otherwise known as wealth redistribution, uh, we must maximize tax rates on all fronts uh, because that's how we achieve, as you rightly say, you know, our, our utopian progressive dream. Um, what we are seeing instead is evidence already, uh, if you read the Wall Street Journal, almost every day there's an article about, uh, yesterday it was J.P. Morgan uh, that's going to invest heavily uh, in the United States again. Um, there was an article last week about Apple bringing billions of dollars back into the United States. Uh, because of the tax holiday that the, um, uh, the the tax reform allows for, and that's a couple of trillion at least that's sitting in overseas accounts. Uh, Dublin is suddenly worried that U.S. corporations like Facebook are going to pull out of there because the tax advantages aren't as compelling as they were. And these kinds of uh, data points are coming up all over the place. Um, and you don't see any news of corporate titans uh, being disappointed with the tax reform. I haven't read a single article to that effect. Right. Not a single article. Uh, you and, go ahead. and then the, the, the obvious performance of the stock market and the economy, uh, we're even seeing in some locations like Minnesota, uh, unemployment fall below 3%. And wages are actually going up. Right. What's the prize? Hey, you mentioned uh, just now uh, that uh, the percentage <clears throat> of um, labor unemployment in Minnesota is, is now hit three percent nationwide. It's just over four percent. So, but you mentioned earlier that um, there was excess labor. Yes, there's seven million, at least seven million workers that have left the workforce and aren't counted anymore, right? Okay. So I mean, this is the usual government 
it's like the, the inflation number. You know, my health insurance is going up at 7% a year, and they keep telling me inflation's, uh, you know, 2, 2%. Well, that's not true. Oh, uh, so you're These referring- are all managed numbers. Unemployment, the unemployment figure is a managed number. Uh, inflation's a, a managed number. And, it's, and there's, you know, there are compelling reasons to do that. The government does not want inflation to appear high because colas are costly. So uh, actually, you were probably referring to the employment population ratio. Yes. Well, the the percentage, what needs to be tracked, but they won't do it, is the percentage of the population that's working. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and that remains well below historic highs. Correct. So they're still slack. They're still slack. And and that the problem with <clears throat> giving away a million green cards or more every year is it's very difficult to get the slack out of the system. And so you you just get no wage growth. That's right. Okay. Thanks very much for uh, everybody for joining us here on the Philosophical Angle program, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us on the Philosophical Angle podcast. Be sure to subscribe and join us for the next installment. 